0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: All right, welcome back. We got a doctor coming up Mm -hmm. in a few minutes to tackle a very tough question. Maybe the most important one for the rest of this regular season. Are you more inclined to get injured late in the year, Garoppolo? Uh, the Cowboys lost one of their top cornerbacks. Lamar
0: Jackson, Are injury, you yeah. more
1: likely to get injured now? And is there anything you can do to prevent it? Because mm. the biggest opponent left on the schedule is injuries. Mm. If you can avoid that, say hello to a big finish. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, and also coming up very shortly, I could already see him. He's on the board. He's Who the next it? caller. It's Adrian, the Giants fan, and I want to take a <laughs> leap here, Al. Oh. He's calling six days before the Eagles face the Giants to concede defeat yeah. <laughs> next Sunday at the Meadowlands. I believe that'll happen. But I, I just want him to understand what he'll be facing when they face the Eagles next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Giants, that is. And it is uh, A.J. Brown. And A.J. Brown yesterday. Oh, my God. Here, by the way, one of his TDs was called back. It didn't seem to make any difference. Not is And next that play. was uh, How great a catch was that at the sideline? That lock? was unbelievable. He just nicked the, yeah. just the tip of his shoe just caught the, the sideline. he lock. had
2: no idea, so he no. just went by what the referee did. So he had the big celebration yeah. and then comes right back the next
1: well, play. Well, he had the big celebration, which I'll talk about in a second. But then he came right back. And they, he smacked into the defensive back. The DB went down. I think you got to let the wide receiver have a yes. chance to run. That's why there's no The attack. flag comes down yeah. for pass interference defense. Yeah. And here's how easy it was. He is floating it deep for A.J. Brown, who has it. He took it. And he scores! He took A.J. It. Brown took it away from Trey Avery and scored his second touchdown of the game. Now, even before that, when he had the the touchdown that was called back, he had already mapped out what he was going to do. Yes. And he had what was that thing? Was he, he was whipping? Waiting? It was a towel. Right? He was. was he he had a towel and he was whipping the post yeah. underneath the goal, uh, goal post, the the thing that holds the goal post up, and he was whipping away at it. And after the game, he explained what that was.
3: Today, you know, uh, you know, I'm gonna have to give you this whipping, but I still love you though.
1: <laughs> That's what the hug came in at the end. <laughs> all right, but make no mistake. All right, he was few. He had not been playing great. He had fumbled two yeah, in the last, was last sick, couple sick, of games. Yeah. He, was he was sick, sick Al. Yeah. He had other issues going on. Yeah. And then he came out, and you could have predicted this. Al, a very easy bet was that Brown would have 100 yards. Yes. Because Brown wanted the ball and he wanted to show the Titans how dumb they were yes. to let him go. Yeah. Even before he had reached this prime. Right. It's mind boggling. Yeah. So he made here's another, here's the second catch. This is the one you will not believe he made. Listen to this. Hurts his back. He's looking, still looking, still looking. Now he's going deep to AJ Brown, who catches it and walks in for a touchdown. Was, no, that was the other one, yeah, the second one, pop, the one. Yeah. Here's the one where he reached around a defender. Listen, to that. He is floating it deep for A.J. Brown, who has it, he took it. and he scores! A.J. Brown took it away from Trey Avery and scored his second touchdown of the game. All right, I can uh-huh. explain that one real easy. He wanted the Titans to look back, yeah. <laughs> and he wanted Mike R- Rabel, who had defended him, to show how dumb Mike Vrabel bosses were to let him go. Yeah, yeah. So afterwards, he did no longer deny that what was going on there was some payback. This one
3: meant, meant, meant a lot to me. You know, early on, I had mixed emotions about the trade and everything. And you know, I'll be lying to you to say I didn't suck with this game. So.
1: All right, and Jalen Hurts, who made that throw, was great. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know what? Awesome. Uh, Most of the throws he made yesterday were right there. How much time? It was amazing. You give him time. By the way, does anybody want to call and tell me how he's not that accurate now? because he's been amazing this year with his accuracy. Anybody he's been brilliant.
0: Anybody want to call him Captain Intangibles?
1: Yeah, Captain that was who? Mad Mike, yeah. right here? Yeah. Yes. Mad Mike, where you hiding these days? He's mad. Anyway, <laughs> here was Jalen Hurts, who is very close to him, talking about, they knew this game meant a lot to A.J. Brown. I think the whole world knew
3: what it meant to him um, based off of who he is and how he is, um, how he responds to certain things, and I'm, I'm happy he put on the show. You know, it's He's a special player. He's a good friend. Real special player. <laughs> and um, I know, I know, we uh, make a big deal about it, but hopefully, we can move on from it now. You know, he
1: he did what he did. On to the next. That's there you go. hurts. That's hurts. In a nutshell. Awesome yeah. stuff. Uh, we already played this game. Now let's move on. Yeah. He's we always make sure, looking yeah. at the next challenge. He's unbelievable. Yeah. I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, any minute we'll have an overkill position. uh here to uh, announce his concession and uh, assure the Eagles to go to 12-1 is Giants fan Adrian. Hi, Gi- Hi, Adrian. <laughs> hey,
3: Angelo. Hey, listen, you had the president of a dirty 30 on, right? Yes,
4: I did. <laughs> and, president.
1: And
3: Jason. And Jason. I remember one time I came in there and I spanked him all up over the studio. But you know, all the things that he said, it was one thing that stuck out. Special. He's real special. <laughs> all
1: right, excuse me, Adrian. Correct me if I'm wrong. You kissed your sister yesterday, didn't you? A tie hey, is kissing you, you tied. Ha 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 ha. You suck. Ha <laughs> ha hey, Ah! Hey, okay, ah, 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 you Angela. suck! Ah, ah, you don't belong in the same field, it's field it's as us! Why don't you concede the game now ah, and save yourself ah, some time, ah, you loser? Ah, ah, ah. Hey, hey look.
3: I'm glad you brought up Ty. Because ain't this the same team, the Commodores
1: that gave you that? Oh, give me a break! (laughs) We also (laughs) kicked their ass, you bum, you loser. (laughs)
5: Tennessee,
3: hey look, Tennessee, we went to Tennessee and beat them. We ain't scared of Tennessee. Hey look, you ain't get, you ain't show me that. Y'all in the Meadowlands, lad. Y'all in the Meadowlands next week. The last time you was down, North, um, North, uh. North 95,
1: 95 North, you know what happened. you got your butts kicked. Hey, Adrian, Adrian, why would you go find your hiding place now for next week after you get your ass kicked? Yeah. I won't be hearing from you for a while, you loser. Get out of here, you punk.
4: They get out. They didn't trust their quarterback to pick up three yards. Yes. Oh, they blew that game. I mean, you want to talk oh, about they blowing blow that, that game.
1: game. You want to blow a game. Oh, they got a call after the whistle. They had the game won. And then they got the penalty. My son was so upset. <laughs> and all I said is, Neil, I told you years ago, jump on the bandwagon here. This is where you want to be. It's still time. This is the epicenter of great sports yeah. in America. Your Philadelphia Eagles, led by an American genius, Howie Roseman. He's the man. <laughs> On the line with us, Rhea. why don't you do the audits here yes. for Nova Care doctor? Dr.
0: Matthew Volts, Delaware Orthopedic Specialist in North Wilmington and Stanton, Certified Athletic Trainer, Strength and Conditioning Specialist, Team Doctor for the Delaware Blue Cloats. Here's the cool thing. Dr. Voltz was a catcher on the University of Delaware baseball team. He was in four NCAA tournaments. Wow. Go to delortho.com for more info.
1: Hey, doctor, welcome to our show. How you doing this morning?
4: Good morning. Thanks for having me. Right. Uh, before we get started, I, just, I wanted to say this uh, really quickly. I, I think I speak for a lot of the, the listeners as a longtime fan that I, I really enjoyed the show that you and Al and Rhea and Joe Wechter have produced over the years. And uh, I grew up in a radio family, so I know there's a lot more that goes into it than just showing up and talking sports into a microphone. So there's a, a lot of work that goes into it, and uh, we're truly going to miss this crew in the, in the morning show. And at the same time, I wanted to wish you the very best for a happy and healthy retirement. So. Thank you and congratulations, Angela. I appreciate it. Doctor, thank
1: you for the kind
4: words and all the great people at NovaCare. I just want to say, over the years, I think Al
1: will confirm this. Man, we have we provided a ton of great medical information?
4: Oh, yeah, we're absolutely. We haven't <laughs> even needed the doctors, really, Al. Listen, I'm not even the best doctor in my house. i got to be honest with you. I mean, so, I, you know, doc, I agree with everybody. It so.
1: was one significant injury. He left the game. It did not look too Quez, serious. Yeah. Uh, Quez Watkins hurt his shoulder. But it sounded like it wasn't that bad. What could that be? have any idea what that would be, Doc?
4: Um, you know, probably some of the most common things that we'll see for, uh, you know, a, a shoulder injury that doesn't require a long time being out will be um, kind of a jarring of, of the joint. So a lot of times we'll see people that, uh, you know, have something that resembles like a stinger. Um, and really what happens is you have a blow to the shoulder and the ball and socket joint kind of shifts. It kind of gives you a, a mm. numbness or tingling feeling to it. Um, and then it recovers pretty quickly, and as long as your strength is good, we can get you back out there pretty quickly and, right. and you can play. So, you know, I mean, they probably would list it as like a shoulder contusion or something along those lines, but, you know, that would be probably be my guess, um, especially if he's, if he's saying that, hey, I'm going to be back, you know, pretty quickly. So. All
1: right, Doc, here's the thing. All right, um, th- this is the biggest opponent the Eagles face the rest of the year. It's the potential for injury. Garoppolo, three times out, three times of his career, His uh, season has been cut short. He broke a bone in his foot. He's done. The uh, Cowboys lost their starting cornerback, Anthony Brown. Are you more susceptible to injury, Doc, later in the schedule? Is it more likely you would get hurt then?
4: You know, I mean, that's kind of the million-dollar question for sports medicine at this point, right? I mean, you've seen the, the shift in the paradigm for training where it used to be You know, you know, a lot of volume, heavy intensity all through the year, and now we're kind of shifting to kind of less is more. Um, I think when it comes to the acute traumatic injuries, kind of the ones that you're discussing there, I don't know that that really the the time of the season has a whole lot to do with that. I think those are just kind of wrong place, wrong time type of injuries. I think more of the soft tissue injuries um, are kind of the ones that we're we're looking to limit. You know, I hate to use the phrase load management, but I mean that's kind of what what you're looking at. And you're going from you know early in the season, you're trying to prepare your body for the rigors of the season, and then once you get in later to the season, now you're looking at it and saying, how, how do I keep sharp without without the volume? So now you're looking at quality of reps versus quantity. So, ah. um, so you know, from that standpoint, you know, I, I don't know that those guys would have necessarily had any, any different outcome had it been September versus December. Um, but, if you again, if you start getting in some of the soft tissue injuries, hamstrings, sure. um, you know, um, things of that nature, quad injuries, groin injuries, that stuff, that might play a little bit more into it in terms of the, the volume and where you are in the season.
1: Well, everybody say their prayers. Doc, what you say it
4: is, a lot of it is locked, right?
1: Uh, you, you got to be lucky.
4: I, I mean, we see it every year because, I mean, you know, in every sport, when you think about it, I mean – Everybody's a copycat league. They're all kind of doing the same things. And why do some teams have more injuries than others? I mean, there's probably more variables than we can count. Um, but, yeah, right now, I mean, for, for the Eagles, it's probably a combination of great genetics, um, age of the athletes, and, and good luck, and we'll ride the wave of good luck right now and hopefully ride it all the way to the Super Bowl.
1: Thank you and all the great doctors at Novakid, Dr. Boltz, And I want to say oh, that also a major factor is what I championed at the very beginning of the season. And that is not playing much during the preseason.
5: Yeah, you remember that? Is, uh, oh, is, my God. Do you remember that? It up? is preserve
1: their health as I anticipated. Uh-huh. You're, you're you are man unbelievable. Smart man. All right, I got that one wrong.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
1: All right, welcome back. It's 722. Ava Graves here with a read on our first question of the day. What do you got, Ava? And it's brought to you by Armand Chevrolet. Over
4: 85 vehicles available during Armand Chevrolet's red tag year-end event. Visit ArmandChevy.com. Find your roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. Who is the MVP of the NFL so far
1: this season? 87% <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Home field advantage.
4: <laughs> 8% Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow, 3%, and uh, 2% Josh Allen.
1: It's over. I then just say this. If that's true, Al, the fact that Mahomes is favored over Hurts, right. you should bet on Hurts because you're going to win money. Yes, yes. you will. Yeah. You should he's, win money. It's plus 150 yeah. in most places. Come on. Yeah. So if I bet 100, I get 250. Back, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. nice. It's nice. and nice, I think I'm going to do that. Well, why with your would, winnings. Why you why already you? took your winnings All from right, the other now, thing. I want you to hear this because, uh, Al, you got to help me with this. You know, I always like in the morning to picture myself in front of a mirror. Mm. And I look at the mirror and I go to myself, who am I looking at today? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why is that man behind me? <laughs> he does it every time. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. Anyway, <laughs> here is Kevin Byard, the free safety on the Tennessee Titans, Al talking about what happened yesterday on the gridiron.
5: We got dominated in all three phases. Um, for what reason that may be, I don't really know just yet. Uh, obviously, we're going to watch the film, but, you know, we got a behinds whoop, you know, plain and simple.
1: That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all it. facets. Uh, I hate that four people because there was no evidence of it yesterday, but that's a good team the Eagles beat. Yeah. And they didn't beat them. They obliterated them. Yeah. but It was uh, it was. Basically, Minshew time from the fourth quarter on. All right, yeah, they quit, <laughs> and they use uh, Willits. They got rid of. They got rid of Tannehill, they, they they didn't yeah, have a chance. It was chair. over. Yeah. Here's the question. So uh This is a guy, Nick Sirianni. He got hired out of nowhere two years ago. Yep. Yep. Comes in, gets his team in the playoffs. People are going, you oh, know what? After a bumpy start, this guy looks like he might know what he's doing. Yeah. Know what he's doing. He's 11 and 1. Yeah. No other team is 11 and 1. Now he's getting ready to shave this morning, Al, or whatever he does. He's got the beard, so maybe he doesn't shave. Yeah. Which is, is he looking in the mirror going, man, you know what? Better than I ever thought I would be. I'm an amazing football mind. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Wouldn't you think that at no. 11 and 1? No. no. Nobody predicted this. Nobody. No, you're just... Including he just, himself. He didn't think they'd be 11 and 1.
4: Try pinch yourself. Is this for What's real? What's he seeing? He's seeing? What's he seeing in the mirror? It's in the mirror? It's a, he's just a football coach. No, he's feeling good about himself. Yeah, he's I'm feeling good. Well, he
1: should. But he's he's not feeling good. great. he's feeling good. I mean, he's he loves Six
4: inches taller. He likes, he likes likes the game.
1: No, I would... If, if like, the, the mirror's fogged up, I would do myself an autograph in the mirror with my finger. With a love heart.
4: Yeah. <laughs> With a what? With your name and. With the my middle. name.
1: Yeah. I'd, I'd write my own name and put a little heart around it. He does that for Gail no, sometimes. Aria, so you got to admit, God, that record is ridiculous in your second year.
4: You're telling me that your ego, you would be giving yourself your autograph to yourself.
1: All right, maybe I wouldn't execute it, but I would be thinking, in that mirror stands a genius.
4: I'm yeah, probably thinking how much. That's why this show has been so successful.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I am not and have never been 11 and 1. Yeah. I never had 11 good shows out of 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't yes, think so. Have. I don't think so.
5: There was that time like eight years ago.
1: <laughs> All I'm saying is, if you're just trying to experience it, he had his son up there. Yeah, that's the, great. Another she's cute a, kid. He's flying high. He's living yeah. the yeah, life. Yeah, he is. He, there was a moment. He did a challenge that didn't work out. It was worth a try because yeah, yeah. it was it was an incomplete pass, and he thought the guy had caught it and fumbled it. And they and, and there's a moment earlier that I mean, – I'm hoping to get, ask him if I can get it in. He was laughing with the ref. Yeah, I saw that. And I camera. don't know if the ref was saying, Nick, you just blew a timeout. That's not going <laughs> to work. I don't know what was going on, but he looked like he was having fun. And you know why? Because he's 11-1. and one. Yeah, and they were in complete control of the game. Guys, man. They I put you, a clinic is,
4: on. Is that going to be your first question? What did no, you think of yourself when you no. looked in the mirror this morning? I'm
1: trying to get people per- prepared <laughs> for an interview with a true genius. Because oh. when you're 11-1 and one out, you're a genius. You lose next week, genius over. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it works around here. Dennis is up from Springfield. I got lines open. It's what I told you. There are not enough positive people in this town. Dennis, you're positive, aren't you?
3: I'm very positive, but before I get to my positive Eagles talk, can I just throw out my pet peeve from yesterday? Absolutely. Like
1: you don't mind? Yes, Dennis. I'd like to hear a bitchy comment.
3: We had five games yesterday involving ten playoff games. I mean, playoff teams. And not one of those games was flexed into Sunday night. Yeah. And we were subjected to that slop game last night. And then listening. To Tarico and Collinsworth chuckle and laugh and, and pat each other on the back the entire game. That game last night, that broadcast, was a disgrace.
1: All right, hold on. Al is here to explain to you why they, they televised the Cowboy game.
3: It's the,
5: because you mentioned it. It's the Cowboys. <laughs> yes. The Cowboys well, you know get great good. ratings. That's just Dennis, what it is. They get there's, great there's, ratings. There's nothing good. else to it.
1: There's nothing else to it. They'll never flex out of a Cowboy game because the Cowboys get the best ratings.
3: I I know, and I understand that. But
1: you know, the the hell we're putting a good football game on. I'm with you, Dennis. I would. The the Giants Washington game was a phenomenal football game. It it was not well played. It was was, exciting. All right. Anyway, Dennis, what did you want to say of a positive nature?
3: Here's here's the pos. Well, first of all, the positive nature is that. The, 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 this is the best team in the NFL, bar none, and I'm just waiting for everyone to get on the bandwagon with it nationally. Even last night, Collinsworth couldn't say that the Eagles were the team to beat in the NFC. He couldn't say it. He said they can beat you so many different ways, but if Dallas gets OBJ, look at I I can't stand it anymore. That That Christmas Eve game, Eagles-Dallas, it's going to be like yesterday. It's going to be like yesterday. And my only worry with the Eagles is how will the coaching staff handle the last two weeks of the season when they have nothing to play for? Hey, They're Dennis, going to lock everything up Dennis, Christmas
1: Eve. I'm to start. Dennis, I'm going to let you go because you're not. If that's what you got to worry about, i got some news for you. You got nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. If the only thing you're worried about is your team's so good, what are you gonna do when you rest your players? You got a great deal. You-, you have it all. You do understand. Yes. Everybody out there, you gotta understand this. You could wait a generation for a team like this. You could wait at least twenty years to have a team that's eleven and one in any sport ever yeah. at any time. Enjoy it when you got it. I can't believe how I got the fewest number of emails yesterday because people had nothing to bitch about. Yes. You are living the life. Do you understand? You won the freaking lottery. All you got to do is figure out how to spend the money. Enjoy. If you cannot enjoy a season like this, then I don't know what to tell you. You know what the best part is? This is from heaven.
2: The best part to me is they lost a game. So the end, yes. the end of the season that does not matter. They that don't have out to great. play everybody. That they don't out have good. to have the unbeaten season. That's going to benefit them.
1: All right. Nick Siriat is brought to you by Bud Light. Joined Ava Graham at the Island Pizza in Douglasville this Sunday for an Eagles watch party and root the Eagles on to victory against the New York Giants. That's this Sunday. I'm just waiting for get word that we have Nick here. Because that was a phenomenal performance by everyone, and on the line, the coach of the eleven one Eagles, Nick Sirianni. Hi, Nick. Hey, Angela. Nick, in all this uh, terrific season, was that your team's most complete win?
2: I think what you saw yesterday was just the uh, offense, defense, special teams all all came together and 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 played really well. So yeah, I think I think that was one of our most complete games, just because every phase uh, contributed, every phase. Um, pulled its weight in every phase, uh, just really went out there involved.
1: I got to tell you, Nick, it's very rare you will see a team that has a set of problems and all of them appear to be fixed in one game. But you had, you stopped the run brilliantly. Special teams was excellent. Their passing game was terrific. Your running was great. With those all points of emphasis in the week, and how did it end up that they all worked out so well?
2: You know, I mean, anytime you have something that you deem a deem is a problem, and and really just something that you want to fix, you want to fix every mistake from every game. So last last game, you know, our our kickoff coverage wasn't up to wasn't up to our standard, and we went out and fixed that. And and but it's been, you know, it hasn't been, you know, all all season. It was just like last game, the the kickoff coverage was not up to our standard, and then you know we started that game and. Um, after our after our score got a big hit and um, kind of set the st- stage there, and then defensively, we've had a couple games that against the run haven't been up to our standard, but you know the last couple weeks have been really good, um, and so we just continued. The coaches on defensive side continue to put the guys in good spots to make plays, and defensive players go out and, and they make the plays. So you'll get we got really good players over there. Um, offensively, I think we've just proved that we can. Kind of win any way we we need to, if we need to run it for three hundred yards we 'll we'll, we'll do that if we need to if we need to throw it for three hundred yards we 'll do that so it doesn't, you never you never know how that 's going to play out. I mean we do you guys don 't we 're not going to tell you hey this is going to play <laughs> out this way this week, but uh, you know we, uh, you know, we 'll do whatever we need to do to win the game on that offensive side
1: nick that 's the, the next time I was going to ask you so the last two weeks we 've seen Hertz run amok phenomenally at over one hundred yards in the first quarter running the ball. We saw him throwing the ball brilliantly yesterday. Do you know before a game which of these two weapons you're going to use and how much of it?
2: Well, sure. We, you know, you know, we, uh, we, we look at the tape all week. We, we grind all week as coaches to figure out what's the best way to attack. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't know if we. I, I think this last two weeks. Let's be honest. These last two weeks have been. Very unusual, where it's where it's dominated on one side. Because I think we've been pretty balanced. If you look at the stats, we've been pretty balanced as far as our run game, and we're in the top portion of the league in both run and pass. Um, but yeah, you go in with a plan to say, "Hey, I think we can do this," or "I think we can do that." Um, and it just it was ex- it's just been extreme the last two weeks. Again, you don't want to be extreme anytime, but at least we weren't extreme all run. Uh, last two games were all pass. The, the last two games, it was extreme to the other end. Um, but you're trying, you know, you're trying to be balanced, but you also are going to try to be, uh, do everything you can do to win the game. And if that's throw for 380 yards like we did yesterday, that's what we'll do.
1: A.J. Brown was spectacular. I'm not shocked. He has that ability. I'm just wondering how much of it was a motivation to beat the team he used to play on.
2: You know, motivation on this team, we talk about this a lot. We, we talk about this an awful lot. Motivation on this team is to not let each other down and to play for each other. That's the greatest motivation of any team that you can have, is how do we win for each other? How do we not let each other down? And But, you know, human nature is going to take over, too. Of course he was motivated a little bit extra. But what I loved about what A.J. did is he didn't change his process throughout the week. He went through the process to, uh, all, all the week to make sure he was ready to play in that game. And then he had a little bit extra juice in that game because – you know he was playing his former team, and so. Um, but I think if you let the entire week, if you if you think about that in the entire week and let it affect your process, then you might not be ready to play. But he didn't do that, and then he was ready to play, and he went out and had a big time game.
1: Nick, the guy's twenty five. Is it surprising to you that the former team he was on gave up on him?
2: Hey, I'm just happy we have him. I don't, <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, he's he's a phenomenal player, phenomenal person. Fits in great with the with the room, great teammate, and so I'm just ha- I'm just happy he's a a Philadelphia Eagle. All
1: right, let's go to the defense because if you're gearing up to stop Derek Henry, Nick, I'm figuring well there probably won't be a great pass rush that day, and you had six sacks, so you had both of that covered. Explain to me what was going on on that defensive line yesterday.
2: Well, sometimes Andrew, it's, it gets to known pass situations. If you're third and eight, you don't have to stop the run anymore. So what we talk about a lot is you, you have to earn the right to rush the passer, right? You got to earn the right to rush the passer. What does that mean? Well, you, you win on first and second down. You win uh you put them in second and long and stuff like that. So that's what was happening yesterday. Like we were getting, we were winning on early downs and then some of the sacks came on, on third down. Um, and, and they really, and they came quick. Those guys were getting home fast. Hmm. um uh you know to the to the quarterback so you know it's it, it's not you know it's not like hey and we went out there and we knew we had to stop Derek Henry. he's one of the best players in this league um and the guys did a good job of not letting it was a full team when you when you stop the run like that it's a full team defensive effort right and so that means we are winning with knockback on the line of scrimmage with our defensive line the linebackers were fitting their gaps really well. And then the secondary did a really nice job of coming in and, and, and cleaning up uh, off of that. I saw, I saw a number of plays our secondary guys have ma- made yesterday um, to, stop, to stop runs. And because that's the key with, with Henry, if he, you know, if he gets into the second level, he's really hard to tackle. If he gets into the second level with a, a head of steam, he's really hard to tackle. So, you know, they, we did a nice job stopping the run, and we're going to have to do that again this week, knowing we're playing a really good back this week and a good offensive line this week as well.
1: I uh, no doubt special teams though is maybe the biggest surprise because they have not been a huge help this year for you and they were terrific also yesterday. How did you change that around? What did you do, Nick, that made them so much more effective? I think
2: that that group has a lot of pride, um, you know, and we've had elements of of being down. I set the record set the record straight. We've had elements of being down. It's it felt like, you know, we had a, a play here or a play there each game that needed to be fixed, but that doesn't always mean it's one, you know, one unit. It might not always be the part return unit. It might not always be the kick return unit. we just had to play a complete game. And so, and we did that. We hit it on, hit on all phases. We, we were sticking, we were playing physical um, and that was, you know, we really set the stage of how the game was going to be of, of when we were playing physical on those units. And then I thought uh, Covey did a really good job of returning the ball. And, you know, they were, you know, they were punting it and he was, he catches everything and then we were getting great blocks for him and it's it's nice when you're starting uh drives at the 40 yard line that that makes a big big difference to be up well, we were up 21 to 10 um 21 to 10 in the uh to start the um second half and then we get a big time return uh, from our punt return unit and all of a sudden we're in scoring range pretty much and and we go up three scores so that's huge uh and uh it was just a great complete game by the guys on special teams great job by the coaches of you know and I will say you know last game particularly wasn't up to our standard so it was a great bounce back game and that and and we know i mean this is a you know an old age saying as we as we all know like it's not about uh you know what happens it's about how you respond to what happens and and our special teams coaches and our special teams players responded to a game that wasn't up to their standard. And that's what that's what good teams do. That's what good men do. And uh, I'm, I was glad to see that yesterday.
1: Well, you didn't leave us so much to complain about after that but one. But I'm sure Nick. you got something anyway. I, well, I just have this one, <laughs> one thing, and that was, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're not thrilled about it either. All the false starts, those penalties, seven penalties, first 20 minutes. Um, yeah. What was the cause of that? What was going on there, Nick?
2: You know, any pre-snap penalty is a reflection of the coach, and I and so I'm I'm taking everything right there. We got to clean up just the just the cadence, just our timing of it. And and if and why do I say that? Right, if I'm not cleaning that up in practice, then it is going to be an issue in the game. And, and I just got to be I got to be more on my detail on that uh, in practice. And because it's not like it was, you know, just one guy. It was it was it was everybody. So naturally we have a, a problem there. I'll, I'll make sure we get this thing fixed. Um, but yeah, that was that was disappointing. Um, I was disappointed in myself uh, for that. And like I said, when I'm, when when that happens, we'll go out and do everything we can do to to fix it. But you know, I mean, a credit to the guys. They they overcame. They overcame because we had what 14 points with all those penalties, and I, that's that's hard to do. You know, you know, Devontae got us out of the hole on the third. He ran a really nice route. We, we false start on third and one. And then on third and six, he runs this unbelievable route to continue the drive. Or I think it was it was third and eight or something like that. Last thing, and, uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go, Angela. I already said. I already said I was the one who screwed it up.
1: Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to ask you was uh, third quarter. You had a challenge that didn't work, and I saw you have an exchange with the ref on the sideline that seemed to be lighthearted. <laughs> Which I'm just. Do you remember what it was about? I really don't, but
2: you know, I can't be the. I can't remember what I said about being extreme. I can't be extreme all the time. I can't always be yelling (laughs) at everybody. I got to have some lighthearted conversations as well. So uh, that was an opportunity for me to have a. I I like those. I like those guys that that ref the game yesterday. It was was an opportunity for me to have a lighthearted exchange with them um, and see you know what they do on those. You know, just to let everybody in on that. What they what the referees do on those. They got a couple refs uh, looking at the play. Um, and then they got the guys in New York looking at the play, and then the, the one guy stands by me and kind of tells me what's going on. So I'm getting I'm getting kind of a play by play from him uh, on that. So they so that was just an opportunity to talk to the guy. I, you know why did I do it? Well, we were up twenty one to ten. We got what was clo- it was close. There's there's no I wasn't like hey this is for sure going to go our way right. So it was close. I thought you know with the way our defense was playing, if we could go up three scores you know, early, then it would be really hard for him to come back, which was, you know, obviously that was the, that was true, right? It was going to be hard for them to come back up three scores. They didn't score in the second half. So I just thought that if we could get that one right there, it was close. Mm. And if we could get that one right there, that'd be a big momentum swing. Um, You know, and I, and, and obviously we did not Right. And so it was close. I knew it was close, uh, but I thought that the, the reward was worth, was worth the risk there um, with what happened. And Hey, you know, the, the special teams made – the defense got stopped the next play. Special teams got the ball to the 40-yard line. And, uh, you know, we lost the timeout, but we, we, got, we got great field position. So everybody, uh, everybody picked up from the mistake that I made.
1: Nick, all we got to say is you're 11-1. We're not questioning anything you do. You must be a genius. That's all we do And thank Howie, too. He did a pretty good job putting this team together. I'll make sure I do that. Nick, thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, Angelo. Nick Sirianni, uh, he's 11-1 it's just my boggling it's insane, two one five that 5 oh, this has only happened once in the history of the Eagles, and that was the end of the season. they only played twelve games back then, yeah, and it's it- only happened once and it looks like they're getting better and they're getting better, and they're about to beat up Adrian's giants next week at the Meadowlands. <laughs> Two (laughs) one five. By the way, uh, that was brought to you by Bud Light. Mm Join Ava Graham at Island Pizza in Douglasville this Sunday for an Eagles watch party and root the Eagles out of victory against New York on Sunday. All right, welcome back at 7.50. Coming up top of the hour, we're going to explore just how good this Eagles team is historically. Because I, having been around forever, No, the greatest Philadelphia sports team of all time. And I believe before this thing is over, Jonesy, you may be watching the best Philadelphia sports team of all time. I know it's crazy, but when you're 11 and 1, you have to start thinking bigger, all right? You do. And we also have coming up, uh, we are not ignoring now what's going on in San Diego. We have John Stallness coming up. He does Ah. the Eagles. We'll get some good Eagle conversation going. And then we'll talk about what's happening right now at the baseball winter meeting Hmm. because trouble ahead in the Phillies' pursuit of Trey Turner, he has already met twice with one of the other teams. Uh That is not good, Al. That's like your wife going out with some other guy. It's not a good sign. He's
4: not married to them yet, so it's
1: No, I know he's not, but uh, I can't help it. I keep thinking of what's going on with Good Morning America 3, that story there. Boy, is the New York Post covering that story out. They're on it. Because Amy Roback and TJ Holmes, they they were married, and now they're canoodling together. And then you're watching it. Like now I watch it on TV every day to see signs. Signs. Signs that, yeah. you know, that they're uh, very close. Like they
2: have chemistry like you and
1: John Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot like you and Johnson now, but we're not asking questions about you and Johnson. That's your business. <laughs> Kenny's on the line for the Dirty 30. Hi, Kenny.
5: I think it is time for the doubters to get their male parts back and realize that the Eagles are a good team. Good team.
1: How good, Kenny? You've been around a long time. How good is this team?
5: Well, they're good in comparison to the rest of the league in 2022. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, they're
2: – Are you inside it, a it, cuckoo it, clock right now? <laughs>
1: Uh, are you with a woodpecker? Uh, What's no, the we, hear, we hear a ticking in the background. Oh, hold on.
5: There you go. It was my turn signal. Sorry.
1: Oh, he yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> He's sitting in park. We thought we were waiting for an explosion.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: go ahead, uh, Kenny. What do you want to say about this tape? Well, I'm one of the rare
5: people in Philadelphia that actually uses a turn signal, so let's start with that. Right. No, it was just... Yeah, yesterday, I... It was just, it's nice to go to a game when you don't have anything to complain about. Like, when the biggest thing I'm complaining about was that the sun was in my face all day and my face is sunburned. Yeah. That's the that's my biggest complaint. It was, it, the, all all those talking heads in the media that are trying to stir stuff up and saying the Eagles aren't good despite their record, I think yesterday that kind of shut them up. I don't know what they're going to say now. What the screaming A. Smith is going to say now, I don't know. You know, what with, with, are what are you, you going to say? Tennessee came in as... The the leader in their division in the AFC, and they walked out with their tail between their legs and knowing that they got thoroughly beaten. Um, And, you know, some of the other Darling teams, Miami, got thoroughly beaten. And and, then it just, the one thing that's consistent with this team is they win. And I don't care if they win by one point or 30 points. We don't get judged by style points. This isn't gymnastics, this isn't uh, figure skating, it's a win. All right, Kenny. On
1: rolling. I wanna I wanna take people inside what sports is all about. You were there with your son. I saw the picture. You look like you're having a great time, Kenny. On the way home, what did you talk about? What did you talk to your son Roman Justice about?
5: Um, let's see. We were looking up flights to Phoenix. Uh, oh my we God! Were, we seriously? We were, yeah. Well, actually, the biggest thing we were talking about is uh, how we're going to convince my wife to let us go up to New York next weekend. And uh, I think we got through that one. So, I mean, hes he, he is so excited. Both my kids, I got home, my daughter was jumping up and down. I mean, this as a dad, and you know this, as a father, all y'all have kids. You know that some of the greatest joys in your life is seeing the joy in your children. Yep. And to see my kids so excited and so into it, just makes it 10 times better. I mean, you just sit back and just think, this is great. I mean, I grew up in the 70s. We didn't have a lot of these moments. And my, my kids... You know, being born when they have, I mean, they've seen uh some great stuff. And it, it's just it's just been a fun year. Wow. From you know, Bryce Harper and the Phillies right through now. It's just it's a great time to be a dad with kids this age. I'm just enjoying it so much and, and uh, I just I can't wait the next
1: month's gonna be like. It's beautiful, Kenny. and be- I just I want you to think about this for a second, because this is why we're sports fans. We hand it down to the next generation. They're in the car after a thirty five to ten win over Tennessee and they're making plans to try to go to the game in New York next week, and even long-range plans to go to Phoenix for the Super Bowl. That is what is great about sports the sense of the anticipation of what's next. You understand that, Johnny? Yeah, I do. That is the essence of why you need to be a sports fan and hand it down to the next generation. That's a beautiful story. Life
2: takes a lot of turns. Just put your oh,
1: signal on. And I know his wife personally, <laughs> and his wife will not in any way impede them from their enjoyment of this incredible run. No, she
2: loves when they leave. She believe does. me.
1: You know, you know. I've learned, and Mia could probably confirm this. Mm-hmm. When the man leaves the, the Castle, right, Rhea? To to go out? out I can event. relate
4: to this. Like, keep going. Is
1: this something that the woman is against or in favor of? Huh? Because, see, my wife was bitching that I never leave the castle. Yes, and she said that it was bad because she had the COVID and yeah. she couldn't leave the castle. Yes, so she was stuck with the king the whole weekend. No.
4: asking Do you actually
1: no. write, write this <laughs> The down? castle. I'm the king of the castle.
4: You are king of nothing. She runs everything in yeah. that household.
1: So true. 215. I think she likes when you're around though. Right now. She's going to really love your retirement. It makes her feel smarter. So Al, Al Morgani Al Morgani tells my my wife, here's how you get over the covid. Oh yeah. Never test. Yeah. yeah. Right? Meanwhile, I got the big poker in my hand. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, and I and I'm trying to get her to stick it up her nose. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. the thing for the covid. Hey. That's a lot of years of marriage. You try a lot of different things. Never mind. 215-592-9494. WIP Sports Time,
0: 757. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.